vigilate ergo quia nescitis qua die dominus vester venturus sit. Watch! Vigilate! Therefore, for you do not know at what hour your Lord is to come. And the early Christians, because of this warning of the Lord, they would pray, Maranatha! Come, Lord Jesus. I think that's Hebrew for come, Lord Jesus. Come. Venite. We, we, we started Advent. Adventus means the come, the time for, to tell the Lord to come. To prepare for him to come. Time to stay awake. The Lord threatens us this evening of the first Sunday of Advent 2020 so that we might wake up spiritually and ethically, morally. He is now, through the sweet ministry of the church, like a tender housewife, a tender mother who tells her misbehaving child, you just wait till your father gets home. It will go ill with you if you do not behave. This is what the Lord we heard from wrote from the from St. Paul's from the second from the second reading from St. Paul to the Romans. And the Romans knew how to misbehave. Read Romans 1. Sodom and Gomorrah was Rome before it fell. And it fell because it corrupted from within. It didn't fall from without. It, it became weak because of immorality. And the Lord's message here is, is it will go ill with you. Remember Noah. The Lord is saying to you and to me and to every man on the face of the earth, I am warning you, one will be taken and one will be left. Half of humanity will be lost. Live as to be among the taken by the way you live your life. You have to ensure that you are on the right side. That you're with the Lord. Some are saved and some are damned. The Lord says. In the end. Only he said. As it was in the days of Noah. So it will be at the coming of the son of man. How was it in the days of Noah? Except all humanity was destroyed except for one family. One family because one man obeyed God and built an ark. The reason the world was destroyed is because of sin. And the reason some men will be lost is because of sin. Many men will be lost. 
This is what Genesis says. Genesis 6, 1 to 2. When men began to multiply, this is the reason that God destroyed the, the world by a flood. When men began to multiply on the earth and had daughters born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were fair and they took wives for themselves as many as they wished. Man had given himself up to his lusts and did not do what was right. One man, one woman, until death. They, they lived for lust and not for love, which is greedy. See, lust is greedy. Love is generous. Love gives itself. Lust tries to, tries to keep itself and tries to eat everything else. It's violent. Lust is violent. Don't let people tell you that it's, that it's, you know, that it's gay. It ain't gay. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's tragic. It's terrible. It's the greatest horror. Lust is the furthest thing from gay. Gay means happy. Lust is sad. Lust is angry. Lust is devouring and never, and never, and never satisfied. Man gave himself up to his lust, similar to our own day. Pornography, in everybody's pocket, infidelity, in everybody's pocket, every manner of avarice and lust of the young and of the old, sins of lust by one, sins of the flesh by oneself with others, every manner of perversion, calling, calling for divine correction at every moment, crying to God to correct us, cheating, lying, hating one another, going about life. Men go about life today without thinking about life without thinking about God, heaven, hell, death, the judgment, without thinking about Jesus' death and his life and his love and his promise. In the days of Noah, in contrast, the scripture says, Genesis, the passage continues, chapter 6 of Genesis. Look at chapter 6 of Genesis if you want to know the background to what Jesus says today about as it was in the days of Noah. It says, Noah was a just man, blameless. But the men were living for lust, but Noah was a just man. He had his wife, one wife, and his children. Blameless among the men of his day. He walked with God. That means he was a saint. He walked with God and listened to God and obeyed God and followed God while the whole world disobeyed and acted like fools. They mocked him. He was building an ark and it wasn't even raining. 
And they laughed at him until the flood came and destroyed them all. And Jesus says, it's going to be just like that with you. That's the clear message of today's gospel. As we prepare during this Advent for the year of the Lord of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ 2020, as we prepare to celebrate 2020 birthdays of, of God coming to save us from Sodom and to worthily receive Jesus at his birthday at Christmas. The message is slow down, pray, confess. Confess your sins. Confess everything. Confess like you never confessed before. Look at your whole life and get everything out. Get out. Take out the trash. Do not be like most people. Most people were eating and drinking and giving themselves in marriage and, and, and forgetting about God. Like the people in Noah's time, the people today, they do the same thing. When the flood swallowed them all up without warning. Build an ark. Build an ark for God. And have a refuge against Sodom. How to build an ark? Think about life. Where you came from. Where you're going. Why you're here. Why did God make me? God made me to know him and to love him and to serve him in this life and be happy with him forever in the next. Read good Catholic I hope you I hope at the beginning of Lent of Advent, excuse me, which is similar to Lent because it's a time of preparation to receive the Lord. I hope you you choose a nice book. A good Catholic book. Or or even a podcast. It's good to listen to the books. Good Catholic, find good Catholic literature that will help you build an ark, which, which means will help you fortify against Sodom, against the flood, which will swallow you up if you don't do something. That's what the message is. You have to do something. You can't just sleep. You've got to wake up. It's time to wake up. Think about life. Really think about life. And talk to others about life. About their life. Think about God. About heaven. About hell. About death. And the judgment. About Jesus' death. His life. His love. His promise. His promise for those who love him. I will live in you and you will live in me. And I will raise you up on the last day if you eat my flesh and drink my blood. You build an ark by doing adoration every day. And I say every day. I do adoration every day. You say, oh, you're a priest. Well, I have a lot of things to do. You know? Even if I was the Pope. The Pope, Pope John Paul II, did adoration every day. Mother Teresa did adoration two hours every day and picked up hundreds of thousands of poor people all over the world. Did more work than anybody else in two hours of adoration without saying anything, sitting in front of Jesus, preparing for heaven. That's how you build an ark. You go to church. You open the scripture. You say the rosary. 
in the family. You forge holy relationships in the family. That's the, the greatest strength is the, commun- is, the, is the Eucharist and the communion of the Eucharist, which is the communion of saints. Those who receive the Eucharist help one another to follow the Lord. And we don't, and we don't, and we don't give in to lusts for anybody or for anything. Kill me, tear out my tongue. <laughs> but I won't be quiet. I won't be quiet. Even you tear out my tongue, I'm going to be. I'm going <laughs> to do. I'm going to tell you that God is God, and there is no other. Do the novena to the Immaculate Conception, which is nine days from yesterday. Or do the, some people are doing a novena to Christmas for 30 days, which started, I think, today. The 30 days of Christmas. There's a beautiful prayer. You could probably find it online that you repeat on, I think, like 15 times a day you repeat it. I've been repeating. I've been, I've been preparing for the consecration to Our Lady, the total consecration to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary. See, because if you give yourself, this is how you build an ark. The best way to build an ark is to put yourself in the ark of Our Lady, the ark that's already built, the ark of the covenant. The to- total consecration to Our Lady is the best place to put you, to, to build, to get into the ark that God has built for us. The greatest haven, the greatest surety against the storms and against Sodom. It's great. I've been saying this prayer every day for the, ever since, I, since the 5th of November. Totus tus sum, totus tus ego sum, et omnia mea tua sunt. Accipio te in mea omnia. Prebe mihi cor tum, O Maria. I am all yours and everything I have is yours. I accept you into my all. Give me your heart, O Mary. Because if you have the heart of Mary, then you're strong, then you're pure. And if you don't, you're not. And you don't have, you're not... You're, you're filled with corruption. So she's the immaculate, she's the perfect one. She's the perfect creature who receives Christ perfectly. Watch and pray. Though it is dark and cold, and bad. Though the world is bad, Jesus is good. He is sweet. His, his way is easy and his burden is light. He's hope. The judgment. He'll put everything right too. Your enemies will be taken care of. You don't have to worry. And the greatest enemy is is. The devil, the world, and the flesh. The greatest enemy is the is the enemy that tries to destroy your eternal soul. And Christ is strong to defend you. So watch. Watch. Vigilate. Ergo, you do not know at what hour the Lord will come. <laughs> 